Good afternoon, good afternoon. This is Apostle Sylvia Ingram of Need and Ear Outreach Podcast Ministries. And it's been a while since we've been with you. And we want to say praise the Lord to each and every one of you. And we want to come to you today. We want to look at the book of Obadiah. We're going to look at the book of Obadiah. This is a book um, that, as I was growing up, I was never, um, I don't remember. Uh, let me say it that way. I don't remember um, the preacher preaching from Obadiah or we're having Bible study uh, concerning Obadiah. Um, we knew he was a prophet. We knew he was contained in the Old Testament among the major and minor uh, books of the prophets. We knew that. Um, but as far as his life, as far as what the book was about, uh, why it was placed in the 66 um, books, among the 66 books, um, that was not explained um, in great detail or anything like that. And, uh, and, and the Lord gave me Obadiah one night, just woke me up and, and said the word Obadiah. And so I've been on a quest if if you want to call it that, a quest, to find out more about Obadiah. So let's read a little bit about Obadiah. The author of the book of Obadiah is Obadiah. The theme of the book of Obadiah, it's God's judgment on proud Edom. The dates of the writing, uh, possibly 853 through 841 B.C. Or 605 through 586 B.C. It's undetermined. The outline of the book of Obadiah. Section 1. Or the outline uh, 1. Edom's doom. That's chapters 1 through 9. Or verses 1 through 9. Edom's attitude towards Jerusalem. Verses 10 through 14. And then the third section. Edom in the day of the Lord. Chapter 15, excuse me, verses 15 through 21. There's only one chapter in Obadiah. Although the name Obadiah is frequently found in the Old Testament and means servant or worshiper of the Lord, nothing specific is known about this prophet beyond his identification with this short book. Even the date of this composition is obscure. Verses 11 through 14 contain the only datable pieces in the book and may apply to two different times in Israel's history. If these verses pertain to the invasion of Israel, of Jerusalem, excuse me, by the Philistines during the reign of Jehoram, see 2 Kings chapter 8 verse 20 through 22 or 2 Chronicles Chapter 21, verses 8 through 20, the prophet Obadiah would have prophesied alongside Elisha in 853 through 841 BC. However, if these verses pertain to the Babylonian destruction of Jerusalem, Obadiah would have been a contemporary of Jeremiah in 605 through 586 BC. Since there are some parallels between the book of Obadiah and Jeremiah, these exilic dates seem more likely.
The book of Obadiah is the shortest book in the whole Old Testament, covering the period of judgment upon the nation of Judah. Obadiah predicts the total annihilation of the kingdom of Edom. The Edomites, who were the descendants of Esau, proudly held the mountain strong of Mount Seir, the area to the south of the Dead Sea, and maliciously mocked the people of Judah when they were invaded by their enemies. The Edomites themselves participated in at least four of the plunderings of Jerusalem, yet God promised destruction of Edom was fulfilled following the destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70. The Edomites have never been heard of again. Amen. So what can we learn from even that little um, opening there, um, the synopsis of of the um, book of Obadiah? It's talking about the Edomites and talking about how they uh, themselves were, um, as, as the synopsis said, they were proud people. They were laughing at Jerusalem or Israel because they were always taken into captivity. But them themselves, uh, they were out of order as well. Uh, they were descendants of Esau and all concerned. Um, but they were uh, out of order as well. And God um, brought calamity upon them because uh, if we, when we read and we go back and we look at um, how Israel was uh, punished from time to time, God would cause a group to come and punish the children of Israel when they got out of line. But then after the punishment was over with the children of Israel, then the Lord would then turn around and then punish the enemy for punishing Israel. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So the Edomites, Edomites should have seen oh, that particular track record and understood we better stop laughing at them. We better stop um, thinking that we're all of that in a bag of chips because the Lord thy God or the great I am or Jehovah Jireh, <coughs> excuse me, he really cares about these people and he wants them to do right. Um, but he has to come and he has to set order, you know, so they understand. And we're here laughing at them and not knowing that sooner or later, we're going to be the ones next in line to be destroyed if we don't um, get ourselves together. And surely that's what happened. Surely that's what happened. Um Obadiah um, is the book that tells about Edom's uh, or the Edomite's uh, destruction because of their continuous um, flaunting and laughing at, at uh, the children of Israel. When you read chapter 1, uh, excuse me, again, that's all it is. It's just chapter 1, just one chapter. It talks about the entire uh, destruction of Edom, what God was going to do. <clears throat> glory to God. And so we have to be careful. What's the, the moral of the story? We have to be careful of who we put our mouths on and and, uh, and, and talking about people and, and dogging people. We haven't learned that lesson yet. We really have not learned that lesson yet. We sit and we laugh at people. If they're fat, we laugh at them. If they're uh, not so pleasant to look at, we laugh at them. If, if they're a different color, we laugh at them. If they're uh, socioeconomic um, 
uh, uh, status is not the same as ours. We laugh at them. We have not learned that lesson yet. That it's not good to sit and learn and laugh at people. Uh, what the Bible clearly states is that uh, touch not mine anoint and do my prophets no harm. Those words are very real. When he says to to uh, uh, um, uh, um, be careful how you treat people because you can be treating an angel unaware. Those words are very real. Uh, I don't think we really get the message. We, we don't get the understanding because we sit idly by and we, we talk and we make fun and then we pull other people into the jesting and the fooling and the and the the, the, the laughing and, and all concern. We put other people into it. And there's gonna come a day when there's gonna be a time where you're gonna be on that end. Oh come on here. You're gonna be on that end. And somebody's gonna be laughing and jesting at you. And then how will you feel about the situation? Oh I don't care. I don't care. Sure you do. Sure, you do. Only way you don't care is if you're in the ground. You're six feet under. That's the only way you don't care. If you're above ground, you have some feeling. Something gets to you. Something gets to everybody. There's a Everybody has an Achilles heel. I promise you. I promise you. Everybody has an Achilles heel. And someone knows how to get to that Achilles heel. It's up to us. It's up to us to stop the madness. It's up to us to stop the laughing. It's up to us to stop the degrading. This is an individual thing you have to do. You have to do this individually. This is something you have to do individually. Because as a group, or if you're the leader of a group, um, and you're leading people out, they're only going to do what you do. So you have to stop it. So I'm here to encourage you today. I'm here to encourage you today. Let's not, let's not be like the Edomites in Obadiah. Falling under the wrath of God because we're laughing at God's people. We're, we're making fun of God's people. We're even participating in some of the activities um, and, and causing havoc upon God's people. Knowing that or, or not really understanding that, that one day you could be in the same predicament. But let's learn to treat people with respect. Let's learn to help people. Love on somebody. I say this all the time. Love on somebody. Do good by somebody. Yes, it can be tremendously hard when people don't treat you the same way. Sure. But that's not the instructions. The instructions were given to us to love on somebody. To do good by somebody. Pray for them that despitefully use you. Pray for your enemies. That's those were the instructions. You have to follow the instructions. When you follow the instructions, it will be well with your soul. You will then begin to produce fruit. In your obedience, what fruit are you producing? God bless each and every one of you. Have a wonderful day today. This is Apostle Sylvia Ingram. From Savannah, Georgia, here at Need an Ear Outreach Podcast Ministries.